Hey, Woken Free Nation, Newsly is an audio app for iOS and Android. It picks up web articles about the most trending topics on the web at any given moment and reads them to you in a natural human voice. For the first time in the history of the internet, the entire web becomes listenable. Browse articles from topics you choose and start playing. Stop scrolling. Start listening. You can follow any topic as specific as you like, from sports, science, to Bitcoin, or even one of your favorite celebrities. It will find you the latest articles and read them to you aloud. And they have podcasts as well. Explore trending podcasts from over 50 countries. Our podcast, Woken Free, is there too. Now, let's get into the episode. Hi, it's Natasha. And Khalil. And we are the co-hosts of Woke Woke and Free. Free. Thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in to our 323rd episode of Woke and Free. If you've been tuning in every single week for Woke and Free Wednesday, you know that Woke and Free is all about being real and honest with each other and you. We talk about everything and anything important to us, you, the world, and nothing is off the table. This week's episode is entitled redefining parenthood, breaking gender boundaries. And we wanted to speak on this topic for a variety of reasons, and you will find them out shortly by listening to the entire episode. Now, before we dive deep uh, into this really interesting topic, a couple of things to cover. First, have you gone to WokenFree.com not just to listen to the episode, thank you, thank you, thank you, but to download it through the Podbean app. Through the app, you can put in your comments, and we know you have thoughts around parenting and gender and everything in between. So come on through. We want to hear your thoughts. Next, if you listen to podcasts and you say, well, you know, I do that, but I don't do it through an app like the Podbean app, that's a little bit sad. And, you know, one thing you can do to make it up (laughs) is go to WokenFree.com, go in the Listen tab, and then make sure you follow and subscribe to our show on all the places you find. So those include iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, Google Play, Subscribe to our YouTube channel, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Pandora. It's a Woken Free world where most podcasts are consumed. You will find the show. So we definitely would appreciate the love there. Also, through Podbean, you can click to subscribe to follow the show. And then on social, really would love to hear your thoughts. We do a lot of really fun content on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, TikTok, Pinterest, and LinkedIn at Woken Free. So make sure you show up in those spaces. And then lastly, we would love for you to review the show. Why? Tell us how this is feeding into your life so we can see that, feel that, and then also make sure that you continue to feel that way each and every week. So best place to do that, go to WokenFree.com, go on the Listen tab, and then pick your platform of choice where you'll review the show. Thank you in advance for the five-star reviews. That sounds good. But before we start the conversation, why don't we share a little bit about ourselves? This week, we're asking, would you rather have creamy or chunky peanut butter? I know you've asked that question. That's foolishness. Uh, my answer oh, is it seems creamy. Like it, right? Yep. Creamy. Nice. And um, because I usually have something dental going on in my life, <laughs> so I like to make the life a little bit easier. But generally, also the chunky sometimes, I don't know, I like not grosses me out, but I just, I just, I don't know. Now that I said gross, <laughs> I, just, I can't really come back from that. So I'm just going to drop that there. Wow. Okay. <laughs> so. For me, it depends what I'm having the peanut butter with. Oh, like, Lord. it would be nasty to have the chunky peanut butter with crackers. That just doesn't seem oh, right. Gross. That's just, it's too much crunch going on, but creamy goes along well with it. Yep. But sometimes if you're just, like, let's say you're having three days of peanut butter and jelly mm-hmm. sandwich, I'm going to have to throw the chunky in there because that's too boring for me just to have the flat okay. thing. But that's only if I'm having too much of that type peanut of sandwich. Jelly, yeah. And so that only really applied when I was younger. I try not to have that too much, that sweet 
delayed oh, yeah. on the sandwich because yeah. it definitely it's definitely some lot. good sugar in yeah, there. That's a lot. So I try not to do that that much. But for me, I guess I would have to choose now the creamy. But mm-hmm. when I was younger, it probably would have been okay. the chunky. And speaking of creamy versus chunky, people have those like. They they put those in their boxes, right? The creamy peanut butter you're and gross. the chunky peanut butter. <laughs> that's in one box. I don't that's know another. What you're just asking the question. Man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what question yeah, I'm getting just, towards, yeah. but I just know that yeah. things go in boxes. So yes. Sometimes parenting goes in boxes. You right? wonder. You think that? <laughs> the different genders get placed uh, in different boxes. Oh, now we're into gender. Okay. <laughs> okay. Slowly drip, drip into what we need to talk about. The and the ultimate question boxes, is. So, Speaking of that again, is that mm-hmm. do you think parenthood is actually genderless instead of this boxed ordeal that gotcha. I'm speaking of? Nice sloppy save. Uh, thank you for arriving at what we need to arrive at. And the oh, answer did I get is there? yes, you did nice. sloppily. <laughs> was, I stuck the landing really you well. You did, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Three stopped. out of five. It was a creamy landing. <laughs> oh, gross. Oh, gross. <laughs> or a chunky landing. <laughs> Even worse. <laughs> so, oh. to answer your question, it depends on the perspective you look at parenting. So, if you look at it from a biological perspective, then technically there may be some, not all, there may be some people who would define parenthood through gender roles of when a mother is someone who can either give birth or do XYZ or a father can. And that depends on the person and their perspective on biology or their perspective on uh, traditional boxed in labels that can be challenging. So it's not a uniform. Everyone is looking at things differently, especially since gender is, well, I believe gender is a construct and is fluid. So it just depends on where you sit on that line. But that's one perspective within another perspective. <laughs> then there's also like cultural and societal perspectives where within different cultures, there is kind of a practice, one could say, of traditional gender roles that are emphasized. So the parenthood is is more, lent, comes through the lens of mothers feed the children and mothers do this and fathers do this. And so they separate the tasks based on the gender. And I would say growing up as an immigrant child uh, from an immigrant culture, uh, Jamaica, yes, absolutely. There were things that I expected from my mother that I did not expect from my father and vice versa. And not to say that that was right, not to say that that was good, but that was a cultural norm within Caribbean or Jamaican culture. Then there's like the legal perspective where in jurisdictions, there are laws that have evolved essentially to recognize diverse family structures. So where before maybe it wasn't possible. Now we have things like same sex couples that can adopt children. So that when you look at adoption or surrogacy, it's not just like, how how children are cared for can only be from a specific lens that has been law has had to adapt to the fluidity of gender within our society and as a whole. Then if you look at things from like the personal and emotional perspective, parenthood could also be like depends if you're more non if you're a more traditional person then yes you could say mothers are going to be the person that you go to for the nurturing versus the fathers you're going to go to for the strengthening and the you know learning how to build things right like but again traditional cultural ties to that depends on where you sit with that uh and then lastly i would say in my own mind outside of like the first answer always is depends right because life is so funny that way i would say personally i was i grew up thinking through parenthood through gender but now in our non-traditional household around how you are the primary caretaker of our son uh i appreciate that we've kind of exploded the box when it comes to what a mother should do in the household 
and a father should do in the household if they're in the same household and if those are appropriate labels within the household. Uh, I, I like that we flip the script and there are things that like you're going to bake the cakes because I don't know how to, nor do I have any interest in learning <laughs> uh, versus, you know, I might go doing something like else and that maybe typically you would do that. But, you know, it's that, yeah. that's where I sit with that. Yeah, it's definitely a little bit different now, right? Mm-hmm. Than what we grew up thinking. Definitely. I think that's just based off of media. Mm-hmm. I think that. Yep. Media has influenced what we perceive as like what gender should do what in the yep. parent in the parenting role. But you know, me, I don't. I actually, I don't think parenting is genderless. Ah, yeah, I stand on a different think. point to you. I think okay. it is. I think there is something to it. I just think that because I think it comes down to kind of like hormones. Actually, like we don't know what the balances of our testosterone versus, versus estrogen. our estrogen in our okay. body. So I think. Depending on the levels you have there, I think it can influence what type of parent you are. Oh, fascinating. And okay. I think, and in general, I mean, I don't, in, in general, men have a lot more testosterone than women. So yeah. I think there's effect. But the problem is, is I think people have the wrong idea. It's kind of like, just because you have a lot of testosterone doesn't mean that you, you can't, can't be nurturing. nurturing. Yeah, so yeah, that, yeah, that's what I think gotcha. the issue is. That so there's misnomer There's a misassociation. Yeah. Right okay. There. And in mm. the same way, there's stereotype for genders that you think mm. that. Again, the female has to take care of the child, right? Mm. A man doesn't want to want to do that. He wants to go do something outside the house for the family. I don't think that's a true <laughs> statement, though. Yeah. That's what happened in like, the past, but I think that was based on circumstances. It's exactly. Like, if you're fending off against a saber-toothed tiger, okay, you're going to want well. the stronger one out there defending the people. But Seriously. if you're not, if you're only going <laughs> up against like a, a brown bear, Anybody ah, can fight the brown so bear. Moms Just take go on, on the, the tree. Brown bears. Yeah, but the saber tooth tiger. Do you take on the black bear then in this scenario? <laughs> <laughs> Everybody run for the run for oh, their lives. From the black bear. I'm bad boom Because he's he's They're so cutesy though. They're yeah, careful with the moms though. They're cutesy in their boots. Those are those are the ones that get you. They're those moms. That's true, yeah. Mama bears play no play around. games. Yeah, that's not funny. What are the gender myths associated with parenthood? Oh, gosh, so many. So we already talked to some of that, right? Mothers are supposedly more naturally nurturing, which, again, depends. I I do agree with you in that there could be a hormonal influence as to how parenting gets implemented. But I don't necessarily know. You know, I would not I wouldn't anchor that around seeing that through gender, though, because I do believe that gender is a construct. So I don't think you can build a system based on a construct. I think you can have in like cascading decision making through an idea but i but it's a it's a complex thing for sure uh then our far like you spoke to as well fathers are supposed to be the primary breadwinners falsehood (laughs) i don't think that's it depends it depends on what the scenario is like if if it makes more sense for mom to be full-time breadwinner then she should do that and enjoy her life that has less crying in it sounds fabulous (laughs) (laughs) absolutely fabulous You know, the next, you know, mother should stay home. Stay home where? You know, like in COVID, you mean? Like, everybody stay home, right? Like, no, it doesn't, your gender does not dictate where you work or how you spend your free time or your parenting time. Absolutely not. Or uh, you spoke to this as well. We've heard that fathers are less capable caregivers, lies and fairy tales. Fathers uh, can take care of the same child that they made with the mother the same way that the mother could, if not better sometimes. So we need to stop with that lie and also yeah. think about that in policy making around parental leave right why do typically women get more paid family leave time than men because there's that assumption that men are either not interested or not capable of taking care of children to the same degree as 
convince mothers. Nonsense and lies. That's a big problem. Yeah, nonsense and you know that, lies. And studies have shown that's what's led to the big pay gap as well. Yep. It's because women exactly. end up using that time and men don't exactly. get it. So they're exactly. actually just in but the if, workplace. But if everyone had the same everyone time, equally, then we would equalize would start that. Equalize, yeah. They saw that, <laughs> that in, other, in other countries that mm-hmm. have instituted that paid family leave from yeah. men. Should women be the alike. exact same time. It takes two different types of ways to be able to get that child here right so then what are we doing (laughs) uh also you know there's uh there's that stereotype that's very false and i think it's less predominant in society than it was in the 90s which is that same-sex couples are less capable of parents which is why they had a harder time to adopt or be able to have families in the american culture which is falsehood <laughs> yeah Again, i don't know if there's any studies there's nothing, on this people who are able that. to take care of a child their gender and their sexual orientation has nothing to do with it this is foolish lies and it's hurtful yeah i think people just said this based <laughs> off of biases but exactly. there was never even and fear of different parenting there weren't even any, like i said there's no studies that no, even show that it's, absolutely it's, not that's as false because unless yeah. you're saying human beings are not able of taking care of a child then i don't know what we're arguing here <laughs> yeah. like no 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 you live how you want to live and take care of your babies uh, how you want. Now, also that there's a stereotype that women are more eager to become parents. Uh, we can speak to that truth. You have always been more <laughs> eager to be a parent than I am. I know. It's, it's shown yeah. that, that that's the truth. Yeah, that, it's always the women. Women like, are always hey, out here pining for babies. The guys trying to get away from yeah, them. But it's not true, though. Absolutely not. I just no. think that they're they're shown more, but I think the guys that feel it are just aren't... Maybe it's just not as vocal kind exactly. of thing. Like, we're not given the spotlight. Exactly. Absolutely not. No, 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 no. And then uh, also... That, you know, for instance, when children are born, that supposedly like men don't experience any type of postpartum depression or things like that, which is, again, not true. There are health, mental health challenges that impact both parents, right? And maybe it's called something different or maybe it is experienced a little bit different between the, between a mother and a father in that household. But mental health is gender agnostic (laughs) issues, right? So we should just think through the hardness that comes with having a child because they're very cute vampires. You know, they're very cute vampires. But but, postpartum, uh, is that only considered within the first, like, 12 months of a child's birth? It doesn't count, like, when the child is, like, seven or something. That's a great question. I'm neither a medical professional or someone who's an expert on postpartum depression that could speak to that. Uh, oh, really? <laughs> you seem like you'd be the type, but... Uh, I can't stand you. <laughs> <laughs> Just to know about postpartum, I thought you would know about it. Because I'm all-knowing and I'm Yoda sometimes. <laughs> no, but you're you're not there, but you're close to a medical expert. Why are you lying on air? <laughs> you, no, you know you know. Some you know of the people secret. are already like lose their mind with our names being last names being nurse below. Don't put that out here in these streets. It's not then, because of that. No, yeah, no of course not go that be, way. Be like, I thought they were no. No, but you know all these ancient remedies though that you try to go I to. I can't hardly stand you though. Really. Sometimes <laughs> you reach out of your special box of magic and then make my special box happen. of magic. Yeah. Okay. Hello. You told me magic is real. You told me magic is real life. You're confusing the <laughs> conversation. Oh, really? <laughs> you told me it was real life. You, you told me, me, and you asked me if you could perform a trick, and I waited to see well, it. Well, I was saying, if I prove, if I do this trick to you, will you believe that magic is, in fact, No, real? I will, will not be believe you're a fraud. But you, but you do believe in magic, though. That's the thing. You believe magic is real. It just hasn't been proven to you. And you don't believe in the magicians on the street. That's the thing. You don't believe I in I love that. that. The magicians on the street. Like, yeah. how you said it like that. Real queens out the, there. Those are the Can't ones you don't go for. Out the boy. But that's the ones you don't go for. But, okay. like, when you, you think that there's magic, like, in Harry Potter, that's all I'm saying. I you can't do. even say that's not true. That's not a true statement. Though, really. See, that's why you can't speak on it. It's, it's okay. Do to I believe. believe that the fictional films have reality? There's some, you think there's some 
reality to the Harry Potter films. Not not like the school and stuff, but the ma- the magic that's before him. So, so my premise that in life exists. is anything is possible. So <laughs> <Not that. laughs> there we go again. Justin really no, irritates you. You're trying to and go on that way. If, so. if we go under that lens. You're trying to use that shield. And that we go into the lens of us believing in that possibility, then yes, the Harry Potter magic is possible. But do I think it's currently happening? I highly doubt it. But, well, of course not. It's currently happening, but you. It's kind of like, do you think that there's somebody somewhere doing some magic, possibly? Yes, I think that's possibly happening. Yeah. See, mm-hmm. you think it's a possibility, yeah. but not in your realm of everything's possible. Not like that, but just in a realm of however you want to take like it. it my it's kind of like if you had a percentage points to it, you would yeah. give it like an eighty percent possibility that oh, someone's yeah, doing magic sure. somewhere. Yeah, for sure. Just see? because I think that that adds to the flavor of life, because it would make life more exciting. Not to say that I think it actually logistically makes more sense, but. Instead of getting distracted, let's just finish out the thought process here. So last stereotype that has to be named just because it's heinous and heinous and foolish is the adoptive or the step parents aren't real parents, right? That myth around like only people who have a quote unquote real connection, a birth type relationship with their child are parents or that can have a family structure. And that is both false, uh, harsh, insensitive and completely Foolish and ignorant because anyone who takes the time, the money, the energy, the spirit, I mean, really, you're losing years off your life to become a parent. So (laughs) someone who voluntarily does that, regardless of the birth or biological connection to that child is a beautiful human and should be celebrated and they should get a parade. I'm waiting for my parade. Oh, okay. Yeah. Just for doing something that... That you wanted. <laughs> no, I'm trying to think. Is it billions of people have done it? Probably. I, I mean, not, at if this you, point. If, but no, if you go throughout like the, as long I mean, as humans have been around, right, guess, as long yeah. as humans have been around, it's even more than that many people have been mm-hmm. parents. But I'm even thinking just in recent times, if, is there millions of parents? I don't know. I can't. A lot. Because there's a billion people on earth. Yeah, but does, how many does, of them Does 30% parents, of the yeah. population become parents in some Probably. way? Probably. Oh, and so there's in, too many. And in some way, too. Not necessarily that and then also, they gave birth, well, I mean, we didn't even speak to the stereotype, but like the, you know, what about the people who've had children, but they didn't make it to term, right? Like, are they still a parent? Because, you know, people like to even start the clock of parenting only when the child is born. Oh, but like, you had a child, you had a miscarriage. Is that not a part of the parenting But then journey? what if you, yeah. but I mean, uh, not, this isn't, but just think about it. sensitive, but yeah. But just, mm-hmm. just think about it. But let's say someone was trying to adopt a, a baby and they met the baby and then they were denied. Are they not a parent then too? Like they were close to You think that there. that is um, in alignment to someone having a miscarriage? I'm not saying it is, but I'm saying if you if, I if think you're it's saying a different scenario it's, than, yeah, I'm just I'm just saying it's like just because you got yeah close to it yeah were you well, actually a parent because I, I think know, a I mean, parent just, it's hard for as the point I'm that you like, biased in that carrying the baby uh, <laughs> is a part you of carry, parent, then yeah. is that but I don't think that's that's the only thing too because I I it would argue surrogacy like, is um, a part of that too you can't say just because you are not carrying the baby that you haven't begun your parenting journey it's a it's a complex that's argue I guess it's argue yeah it depends because I just think of parenting as actually. When this person is here and has legal rights, you do interactions with them kind of thing. But you have to get them there. Sort. So what's happening for those nine months, whether it's, they're in your belly or someone else, they, they don't live in limbo. It's, so it's it either a, is a part of the parenting journey. It's a part of the journey, but are you sure. truly a parent though? Like what I, I wouldn't give you that stamp. That's just me though. Like I, that's why I made Well, that's my also decision. why people don't like to give my, like the special people in my life that wish me happy Mother's Day when I was pregnant. I really appreciate that because some people didn't constitute me a mother until KJ was here. And I, I, dis- oh, I, I disagree with that because that. you're telling yeah. me <coughs> I, I can grow a child in my belly for nine 
nine months and I can't be considered a parent, that's garbage. Uh, what so am I doing? From that, what I forgot, am I doing? I forgot about that thing. Yeah, <laughs> so I'm nothing. I just, that doesn't make any sense. Otherwise, then you're putting the baby and that person attached to the, that baby in a limbo for nine months. That's a, that doesn't make sense. They either are a parent or you're not a parent. So upon yeah. zygo creation I, is okay, where I would I say your parenting j- j- journey begins. I think when someone's, <laughs> I mean, I think when someone's pregnant and yeah. whoever made them pregnant, I think you can both, yeah, wish them both happy both and father. Mother and father at that point. Yeah. So, okay. So then you agree that that's when the parenting journey begins then. Yeah. So then okay. yeah, I got to take back what I said then because mm-hmm. I forgot about that. Yeah. I, I do think you should wish people happy Mother's Day and even Father's Father's Day yep. when they have a child that's literally on the way, on the way. <laughs> whether by yeah. birth or through surrogacy, either way or through adoption. Like once you're there, you're in the the journey's beginning at least. It's, yeah, it's, we're I at the beginning I, stage. I, there's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. And there's also some other gender-based myths that I found on an interesting site called Everyday Feminism. Hey, there we go. So there we go. This, these, here's some three that I think some people have heard of. Mm-hmm. The first one is that most kids don't have fathers. Oh, so damn. a man being in the same room with his child makes him an exceptional parent. <laughs> <laughs> That's a myth, though. Phenomenal. But it's phenomenal. definitely true, though. People will see that phenomenal. and they'll be like, wow. I mean, the child has the, the father around. Because oh, even for... So even in like couples or relationships yeah. where the man and the woman they're together and everything, yeah. like people just think that oh the father's never there for the kid, like they're usually doing something else, like maybe they're out making money or they're out <laughs> having fun. They don't spend time with the child. That's oh, okay. not their job. So I think it's a myth though, obviously, but yeah, yeah, yeah. but that that's what this is getting at. And <laughs> it's say that when you do see the man with the child, you're like, wow, that is an extraordinary man because. He's being a parent, which no man ever has ever done on the history of okay. parenting. Beautiful. Yep. <laughs> so that, that's a myth. Number two is moms and dads get treated equally as parents by society. Lies and fairy tales. And we know that just based definitely upon yeah. what we spoke Talk on previously. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We, we talked about how they definitely aren't getting treated equally. And the third one is is that there's only one way to be a good parent. Ooh. So th- that's a, definitely a myth. Cultural expectations should not be based around the cis heteronormative confining yes, gender roles exactly. because traditional parenting itself is a myth. <laughs> true. Very true. Yeah. And there are plenty of dysfunctional nuclear families. That's oh, mom yeah. plus dad plus dysfunctional kids. Nu- <laughs> yeah, this is what they stated. With all the presumably right parts, it is damaging to everyone involved to impose gender expectations on parents and guardians. Absolutely. So you shouldn't expect for parents to act a certain way just because mm-hmm. of their gender. That's not I love it. Acceptable. Thank you, everyday feminism. Get it. <laughs> now, what would you say is your best advice for people when it comes to parenthood and thinking through the lens of how gender plays a role in this? I think that you should just do what feels natural to you, not mm. what society portrays what you should do as a parent and how your gender must do. So just because... Yeah. It's expected that you are a female and you're supposed to cook and clean. Mm. I mean, if you don't like doing that stuff, don't do it, right? Facts, facts. <laughs> as long as someone else to, is taking yeah, care of it. Yeah, you have to afford to do yeah, it. Yeah, someone's someone else got to else be, be doing it. Either, yeah, if, now if no one else is doing it, you have to rise to the challenge, Asian, right? That's yeah. going to be something you'll have to do. But I would say don't do it based because you saw that's what they show on yeah. TV or even that's what my parents told me to do. Exactly. I don't know if that's necessarily... The way to go, I think you need to do your research and say, who am I and how can I appropriately treat this child in a ways that mm-hmm. don't make me feel like I'm not really me. Like, don't get out of who you are. Yeah, absolutely. 
Well, for me, I would say the best advice that I would like to give is as follows. So uh, I have received, you know, really annoying feedback in my life from a variety of people that, you know, not question, but like come for the fact that, yeah, we we kind of exploded gender roles in our household. And there's some things that are very much aligned. Like I'm not taking out the trash. Sorry. Like it has nothing yeah. to do with you being a father. It's just I have no interest in touching trash and you've done it as a child. So you can keep doing it. <laughs> but... And yeah, I have not appreciated the feedback because it, it's challenging. It's challenging enough to be a parent, much less have to cons- continuously deal with judgment. And in the episode, you'll actually see some sources that I pulled from, uh, I, I believe it's called Pew Research Center that talks through parenting and how genders feel about stress and judgment and things like that. And I just would encourage everyone to like shut your mouth around. <laughs> <laughs> what we think about how other people are parenting and focus on your own life, focus on your own journey and stop being so conscientious around what other people are doing or not doing. And so that's advice number one. Second is that I agree with you. We have to do what feels right for us as, and, and make sure that yes, the child is safe, the child is thriving and that they are getting their needs met without causing the reduction of sanity or safety of the parents involved or caretakers involved. And that let's remember that fathers can do more or different stuff. Mothers can do more or different stuff. And it doesn't in any way take away or detract from the type of parents that they are. And at the end of the day, what I'm coming and to it doesn't learn, make you real or fake. Exactly. Like, it doesn't make you like, a title real you or write. fake parent, which, you know, is really just garbage to say to someone when they decide to parent differently. That's their choice. Is the child happy? Is the child safe? Is the child doing well? Great. Mind your business. And we have to stop caring about what other people are doing or saying or thinking, especially when it comes to parenting. That's good advice. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Here we go. It's scenario time. Scenario one. Addie is a full-time dad taking care of his six children, while his wife is the top plastic surgeon in the Dade County area. Whenever he takes the kids outside, people tell him, Don't worry, Dad. At least you will get a break. Should Addie explain to these people that he is the full-time caretaker, or just give those people a friendly wave? Is this the wave of the middle finger? <laughs> it can be any, t- any kind of wave. That's for me. It can be. It might be. Okay. Yeah, I think that would be the can you cover. Wave, can you wave your thumb? Is that a is that a hand motion in some society? Sure. People do. But I think the middle finger might be more pleasant. Oh, really? That's pleasant. <laughs> Depends. I think so. Right. In some societies, that means good stuff. Sure. <laughs> I, think, I think it doesn't. I thought there was one where it means it's a greeting. Peace upon you. Yeah. <laughs> I think that again, uh, especially what is this Florida reference? Oh, <laughs> you look how you do. Look how you do that. That's good. I know uh, all two sets of my just because right? of, just because of the plastic surgeon. See, no, that's the I know Dave you have the County, medical, I knew that That's how I know you have a medical don't eye. Don't start with this nonsense. A medical again. eye, though. A medical, a medical eye. eye now and a last name. Look at me. No, that's killing that's the something. game. That's all a, around. That's a friendly exactly. coincidence. Friendly coincidence. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so I would say that, you know, it doesn't matter. You're not required to explain yourself to others. You can just smile and walk away from other people who are saying nonsensical things like that. Because at the end of the day, I imagine that him having six children didn't happen by accident, that there was some type of consent involved with his wife. Uh, and so if he's feeling overwhelmed, then that's a conversation not to be shared with the public strangers, but to be have that conversation with your wife. Hopefully your household could afford 
uh, some additional nanny support, some additional programming to help dad feel like he's not going to lose his mind. Because I imagine an outing with six children to me sounds like mental death, but that's just me, maybe. So yeah, it depends on the age group. Exactly. Too. If it's six children and they're all, you know, 14 and above, not so bad. But if you're talking about six ch- children under the age of six, sounds like a nightmare. Uh, it sounds like a day school that's unoper- not operating correctly. So, <laughs> that's, nice. That sounds terrible to replay, but how about you? Yeah, I think it's just best to give the friendly wave to the people. You don't have to yeah. explain yourself. I think that's going to just stretch things out too much, and you don't know where it's going to lead to. Just the friendly wave is good enough for this case. Perfect. Scenario two. Ida plays catch with her daughter every weekday when there is not a cloud in the sky. She often gets looks from passerby, which makes her react by sticking her tongue out at them. Should Ida stop playing catch with her daughter in public places in order to minimize the chance of people giving her certain looks? Mm. (laughs) Uh, Unfortunately, people are going to look at you whether you want them to or not. And her spending time... Oh, sorry. She identifies with her. She, she yeah. and hers, her pronouns. Okay, go. good. So she identifies... She she likes to spend time with her daughter to do this. And uh, I think that there's great value in spending one-on-one time with your child, especially doing something that you love and your child loves, regardless of what life <laughs> interprets that to be. Or as long as, again, her child is not, not unsafe or anything like that, and she's not unsafe, then she should keep doing it. And this is a great teachable moment to to demonstrate to her daughter that like you should do stuff even if people think you're weird like do your thing and you know you're not breaking laws and you're having fun and just demonstrates just how foolish other humans can be because it's like why are they looking is it is it because they're ridiculously beautiful or is it because they're women doing something more masculine associative right like that what what's the what's the conflict what's the issue here so yeah. oh well do you have fun and maybe mime at, mime at the end <laughs> if people want to be foolish let's play that game oh okay you mean, <laughs> yeah you could and then the middle finger ends the show you could do that <laughs> yes i think what she could do too though she could buy a hat that says coolest mom like that see i thought you were that. gonna go a different direction again oh but like a hat, hat with the finger in the yeah. uh, see you're yeah. doing all that extreme yeah, yeah, stuff yeah, so you can exactly. just she can just show people that she just does cool things right or actually i would get a hat and i would custom print uh, i hope you enjoyed the show Nice. Thank All right, you, I mean, you could if you Thank want. Thank you and goodbye. But you should have it in like the graffiti kind of print. Yeah. Just like nice, big, and bold. So it just looks like, you know, you're really about or maybe, that life. Thank you for re- staring so long that you could read the words on this hat. Oh, wow. That's nice. Something like that. To be slightly passive aggressive. That's an option. Yes, it is. There are lots but of options. In I think just uh, the main thing is definitely don't change your habits just because nope. people are looking. <laughs> nope. Nope. I think nope. that makes no sense. Yeah. Right. Just, just keep on doing you because you know that it's worth it what you're doing and you enjoy it. Don't let, just because people are judging you, it doesn't matter. They're going to judge you no matter what. Right. Facts. So Facts. keep doing you. And there's nothing wrong with playing catch with your daughter. Right? Hey, you gotta, gotta get it. <laughs> These are good things. Scenario three. Alan loves to cook and clean around the house. His partner tries to assist, but he insists on doing these tasks himself. Should Alan consider himself more feminine since he enjoys partaking in these tasks around the house? No, he should consider him an excellent uh, catch and <laughs> himself an excellent catch and that he should tell his partner just how lucky his partner is, <laughs> which is why I think you're wow. asking me, you're, you're sharing this for me to thank you again for being a great partner. Oh, really? This is what, what do you mean sharing this to you? This is a scenario you realize. Based on us. It is. My name's not Alan. 
oh, wow, you changed the name. <laughs> but the everything. story is so different. Yeah, the story is completely different. <laughs> oh, right? well, I guess you don't enjoy it. You just do it better is the difference here. <laughs> I don't consider myself more feminine than anything. That's not a, it's not a statement. It's a, it was a question. It's a question, yeah. Yes, and your certainly. answer would be no. <laughs> As the, for this question, the answer would be no for this scenario. <laughs> but, but look, but this is this. The thing with the scenario, though, it implies that the thought has crossed his mind, though. Because society imbues upon us but that the thought has are... crossed my mind that I'm more feminine for but doing the, it. But the, the notion has crossed your mind because people have, you've seen that, like, should men who clean and I mean, I've seen that, but yeah, I've never yeah. looked at myself and like, hmm, am I more feminine or should I even consider it? Like, I, I never even thought of it yes. as a question. Okay, fine. So that's the, that's the slight deviation. That's how it's completely different from the life that we live. Like, and the different name, that to me does it. And I still have arrived at, I can't hardly stand you. <laughs> and then look at this too there's another piece of the scenario yeah. the partner tries to assist that's different oh I hate you right now no, so much it's different thing. <laughs> I can't it's completely different than you our scenario you literally mentioned three different things <laughs> like I can't hardly stand you <laughs> three different things that pro- I prove that this scenario is completely different than our life go completely. away Khalil no, it's, it's, a t- it's different go away this is different than, than I don't, uh, that's interesting you thought it was I just did this because it's a common thing that comes you're up you're gonna find yourself in a, a whole heap of I trouble better find I better find myself I, you better find yourself and yeah, I hope see? you have a scenario that speaks to that too <laughs> <laughs> so to answer the question the no he should not consider himself more feminine he should consider himself more practical and effective because he's able to care for the house he lives in and everyone who wants to live in a home that is not infested or gets condemned should be able to oh, either wow. cook clean and or utilize those services of their partner and or pay for such partner such services to be rendered but nonetheless for your home not to be condemned it has to be you have to clean it you have to care for it yeah it's not a feminine thing to do task around the house so Mm -hmm. you can't consider yourself more feminine feminine just because of this that's not doesn't make and even if you are more feminine good for you right like life is fluid well that's a different question do your life do your life and how you want to live your life yeah i mean now if you want to be more feminine or masculine that's a different different, story yeah different story different question because because that's debatable what makes someone more feminine versus masculine so absolutely i'm not speaking of that but just based on the the roles mm-hmm. right there, that was not making Alan more feminine. Absolutely. Good. Clean your house, cook, and have fun, y'all. Oh, wow. Right. We are at that time again, thankfully. <laughs> it's coming to the end of our 323rd episode of Woke and Oof. <laughs> that was bad across all genders. <laughs> wow. That was bad across dimensions. Facts. Yeah, and you can really speak to that. A one. dimensional rift. Oh, I could. Oh, yeah. I could oh, speak to it. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, oh. <laughs> exactly. we want to throw falsehoods out of this one. Yeah. Oh, so, don't, 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 yeah, don't. yeah. We're gonna go there, Kyle. We're tried going to, there. See how you try to protect yourself with the falsehood, but the yeah. truth. Remember the first thing. The first thing you said was the truth, because Maya Angelou told me so. Yeah. When people tell you what the truth is, believe them. <laughs> when people show you who they are, believe I them. Know. The first I'm time. I'm paraphrasing her. I'm paraphrasing. And you paraphrase terribly. No, because this paraphrase. It shows what you just did right there. You did tell the truth, and then you tried to correct yourself so people wouldn't know. Exactly. That's all I'll leave that at. (laughs) This was quite the episode where we discussed parenthood and how there is an opportunity to break down gender boundaries, stereotypes, and more. And again, this was an episode entitled Redefining Parenthood, Breaking Gender Boundaries. We encourage you to think through what we said, to share your thoughts in the, in the comments so that we can also hear your perspective and to share this with your family, friends, and anyone who could benefit 
from thinking through parenthood outside the box. What should folks do now, Khalil? Come back next week for the new Woke and Free Wednesday episode. Make sure you follow us on social media to follow along in the conversation. And make sure you tune in next week for Woke and Free Wednesday to join the conversation at WokenFree.com. Absolutely. If you're interested in submitting a topic or any suggestions for us, definitely reach out to us on our contact us page at WokenFree.com. That's W-O-K-E-N-F-R-E-E.com. Again, on social, would really love your engagement and chat and fun to be had on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, TikTok, Pinterest, and LinkedIn at Woken Free. And all sponsorship and collaboration queries should be directed to our contact us page at WokenFree.com. If you didn't already subscribe, please do share the episode and make sure you come back to join the conversation every Wednesday for Woken Free Wednesdays. Remember, Woken Free is more than a podcast. It is a way of life. Till next time.